This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code PANTS. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code PANTS for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code PANTS. PANTS! Hey, this is Leisha. I'm half the pants. And uh, this is Kate, the other half of the pants. Hi. Hi. I'm not going to act like I haven't seen you in ages because I saw you yesterday at work. We just, we did. We just worked together yesterday. And I, it's even hard to call it work because it's so much fun. Yeah. Right? True. It's not work. Yeah. No, with certain people, it's not work. Um, but um, <laughs> I hope I fall into that category. But also, I want to just take a moment uh, because people are asking where Rachel is. Yes. And I just want to say that we love Rachel Shelley. Um, we thank her immensely for getting this podcast up off the ground. And the problem is us. It's Leisha and I. We have a crazy, crazy schedule and we needed help. And it was easier to find someone U.S. based during this time when we're filming so much. Right. The three of us had a conversation and with our schedules yeah. and with all the planning and it's, it's it's a lot harder to do a podcast than you think. So we all decided that it was best if we just instead of we we were almost considering just not doing this anymore because we were mm-hmm. all very overwhelmed. But um, in order to keep it going, that's what we decided would be the best thing. But we love Rachel more than anything. She's yep. like the loveliest, loveliest love of our lives. Yeah. Love her to and, death. Um, and um, there's, yeah, that's no, the deal. No, nothing bad has happened. We just, no, uh, but we wanted to address it because all of a sudden every, everyone is like, where's Rachel? Which is, where's Rachel? <clears throat> right. <laughs> Rachel is alive and well. She's in London and we're in LA um, doing this new episode. So again, I'm not going to act like I didn't see you recently because I saw you yesterday. Right. Is that all you have to say about you saw me and that's it? Kind of. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> I don't know. Like something. <laughs> you look like a Skittle. I told you I that did. yesterday. You look I like know a you Skittle. I did say that. Well, first of all, I- I'm happy to look like a Skittle because the, the colorways of Skittles are very 
happy and bright. You love your and co- you love your color. It makes you happy. I do. It you wear that skittle. You wear that skittle well. No one else could do it. I wonder what would happen if we swapped wardrobes. Like, I wonder how ridiculous you would look. It would be bad. Like, it just wouldn't suit you, like your spirit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then I would look like I'm trying to be someone I'm absolutely not. <laughs> right? <laughs> What's that like, film? Okay. What's that film? Who was it with? Was Freaky it with, Friday? Um, no, it was with um, Reversal of Fortune with, was it Lily Tomlin and, and oh, Bette Midler? Yeah. Was that what it was? No, that you're thinking of big business. That was big, big business. business. Okay. What was Reversal of Fortune? I don't know. That's what it reminds me of. Okay. Great. Am story. I right with that film? I'm usually good with the film reference. I don't <laughs> like know it reminds me of something are... I can't remember. I don't know. Well, Speaking anyway. of can't remember, do you want to know what I did yesterday? Um, I, well, I sort of told you this, but I haven't given you the full story yesterday morning. Let's talk about it for a week. Well, because our call times were, what, 4.45 in the morning? And, uh, you know, you got to wake up before that. And in order to drive to work without killing somebody, I mm-hmm. have to have like a little bit of coffee before I leave, just so I'm like alert at the wheel. Well, okay. I make my coffee. I put my nut pods in. It's the, the creamer you and I both love. <laughs> and we I love that nut pod. Love the nut pods. I, I put some in and then on my way out the door, I was like, ah, oh, I need a little more cream. So I went back to the stove because I heated up on the stove. I don't like microwaves. I put a little bit back on the stove to put just a little bit more in my coffee. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 I pack up, pack up. I'm at work. And like less than, I think it was like 40 minutes later, I'm getting bo- phone bombed by my girlfriend. Finally, I'm like, what? I'm, you know, <laughs> she's like, you l- almost lit the house on fire. Like the, my dog, the cats, everyone was trying to wake her up. Like the whole house was full of smoke. I literally just like left it on <gasps> and left. Lisa. I just went to work. I know. Is the pot And ruined? I don't know. Oh, yeah. The pot's gone. It's black. But Ugh. long story short, what the hell is happening to my memory? Something's something's going I mean, awry. I'm not. I asked that. Can I can I say I asked I asked you that question about 15 years ago. It's no better now than it was then or any worse now than it was then. That's actually comforting. It's terrible. So it's always, okay. So I'm not getting worse. No. I just think that once I was like about to kill my whole family, you know, you got to question yourself. Um, that's a horrible story. Well, it ended well. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry for a house full of smoke. Your lady friend and your three animals because mm-hmm. God for fucking bed. I know. And I'm like, la, 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 on my way. To- <laughs> Can't wait to put on my Skittles outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You laugh now, um, but you'll probably have the same problem. I With have, the memory. Uh, maybe. I do have a very, very good memory. I have like the elephant brain where I can... Remember every little slight, every little moment. Oh, do you hold grudges because of that? I've always yeah. found that I didn't I'm hold Irish. them because I don't remember what people did to me. Yeah. What's that thing about the Irish? Um, we forget everything, but that's Irish Alzheimer's. You forget everything but the grudges. I mean, my mom says oh. that all the time. Oh, it's an actual saying. Yeah. Well, I hope I haven't done anything to you that would 
that you've well, been clearly harboring. not. Here we are doing episode, you know, know four hundred and sixty of 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 pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a guest today because yeah, we we've do. been boring each other for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> We're super duper 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 excited about our next guest. It's funny to say we sound professional now when we say our next guest. I love her so much. Words can't put it. I, I don't even think words give it justice, to be honest. Working with her, Mo agrees. Mo likes her too. Mo and Jamie have shared time. Mo's a big fan. Yeah. Um, but, be, and I'll tell Jamie this when she gets here, but um, working with Jamie is so reminiscent, is so reminiscent of the original show. It's that synergy. It's something mm. you can't manufacture. You can't fake it. You can't predict it. It just yeah. You guys exists have, or it you doesn't. guys have chemistry. You have chemistry. Oh my god! You have Do a we same have... partner that you that you love, and yeah, we have so much fucking fun together. I mean, so much. Well, fun. she's a blast. Like the day I got to work with you guys, she's the best. I was jealous. I, oh yeah. my god, we laugh. We have like we like we we like it's just really fun to work with someone that you're just so connected to energetically, and I'm so beyond grateful. See, this is what I didn't get when I said, "What do you mean you just saw me at work yesterday?" And you're like, "I don't know, you were there." <laughs> I didn't get any of this. I didn't get any. Yeah, of but this. with you, it's like a guarantee. Like with you, Leisha. With you, it's I'm a kidding. guarantee because we've me. had that. We've had that for years. Let's let's kidding. relax. It's not a, it's not, no, a com- it's not, like, not competition with Jamie. It's not. It's uh, what I'm saying is that I haven't had that experience since the original show. Yeah, no, that's it's a big huge. deal. You know, you and you and Stephanie have a Love similar her. thing where when you met, you were like. But Jamie, she's just a little bit younger than me. She's sort of in between you, your age and my age. She's kind of like our middle sister. No, Jamie. No, Jamie. No, not at all. Jamie is, um, Jamie, our birthdays are what? two weeks apart. Oh, I did the math wrong. We were born. Yeah, we're the same. We're the exact same okay. age. Well, she'll be happy she's not the middle I'm sister. I'm just two weeks that's older. A, that's a rough place. No, we're like twins. Yeah, but like, I feel like her understanding of the world and sort of like her, her, um, I don't know. Her experience. Well, her sensibility. Just kind she of gets the it. shoes she walked in. We're, we, she gets we have it. similar shoes. Hers are prettier and more fabulous. Like what? we've walked, we've walked the same walk a little bit. We've, we've all kind of, you know, yes. come up in the same yes. era. Yes. She gets it. She's, she, she's just the best. I love her. Where the hell is she? Is she here yet? I want to talk to her. I miss her. I I saw her the other day and I already miss her. Where is she? She's not here yet. Um, yeah, she um, I, when when Jamie and I were playing, like um, you know, where are you from, and what it, what you know, what's what's your past? We had a very very uh, similar um, experience as well. We both lived in New York at the same time. She was way cooler than I was in New York, but still, like we had a lot of the same reference points to New York back in the nineties um, because right. we were there at the same point in time like we went to the same places we knew the same restaurants the same just right she just gets it i don't know because i can't wait any longer this show is supported by state farm insurance is a part of any solid financial plan making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry it's important to protect not only your business 
but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord. And others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra many. brands? Ugh. And you're like, I like this about it, but not this. Or They're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things. And it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. There you are. Hi. I'm going to enter yeah. my screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there it is. Okay. Hi, honey. For, did you get ready for us? Were you ready for something else? Because you look amazing. You look gorgeous. You. We look like trash. Stop. You're amazing. <gasps> Every Please. time we have a read through, I look like, like I just I just like rolled down like a dirty hill. And Jamie <laughs> with like your fabulous glasses and you have the pretty lip oh, yeah, on my, my and the lighting. Here. And your eyebrows are oh, always gorge. on fucking point. Thank Ugh. you. That, those, they're my thing. Yeah, those I are ruined mine in the 90s. Oh my God. Okay, go ahead. Jamie, I talked to you about eyebrows like a month ago and you inspired me to let mine grow in. It's so hard, but you just have to let them go for about four to six weeks. And then you right. start slowly tweezing in a shape just a right. little bit, like the real strays. And then, mm -hmm. and then you can start filling it. It's tough to grow them in. I've been through that maybe two or three times because I was one well, of the... When Drew Barrymore did the tiny eyebrows we all did it we were all like oh my god uh -huh. we all and then did I, that i feel all like they, were, they never yep. came back they used to look like big caterpillars crawling across my face so that's okay that they didn't fully come back but i don't know do they ever truly come back you've, you've got good brows yeah they, they don't but the grand lash <laughs> i love the grand lash stuff and they do a grand brow and i think that that, that works really well so if you want to try it you can to it's try just to, like, hard to do when you're working right because then you think oh shit it's, like i have to be on camera and let oh, me yeah, there's like, get those strays it's a it's i mean it's, i'm not gonna lie yesterday thing. yesterday the makeup lady was like <laughs> There's one sticking out like the, uh, the opposite direction. I was like, no way. And then she gave me the close up mirror and I was like, oh my God. 
I had one of those the other day, like just sticking straight out. And I was like, what, where are you going? Like, <laughs> no. That's Jamie, not- I was, I was saying to Leisha that, um, I mean, granted, we can't give away any story because we haven't aired yet, but I don't think I'm giving away anything and saying that working with you is like so reminiscent of the original show. That is I just, the biggest compliment. Thank you. But it's the truth. Like we just have <laughs> a fucking blast together and I'm so lucky that I get to work with you. It's just, I, mean, I feel the exact same fucking way like best job ever can i curse mm-hmm. on this Just yes like, oh, this is okay, pants. Like, fucking yeah, amazing curse away. <laughs> this is pants curse um, all you want no you're the fucking best and i like really lucked out this is the best job i've ever had <laughs> like, i love you both so much and jennifer i mean it's the best fucking job like i'm thrilled like what if it's like a 4 30 a.m call i'm like oh it's with jamie cool Great. I know because we, we just we work together all of like all the time. I only yeah. work with you. <laughs> I know. I don't like. I, yeah. Oh, like I worked with Leisha and Jennifer yesterday, and I was like, "Oh right, yeah. I forgot." Like I know. I wish that you guys got to film um at that the restaurant that and I really like that restaurant. I won't. I almost said the name, but I won't give it away. And I was like, "Oh, I want to be like. Why can't like, I be bartending this?" <laughs> it's it's like, many wherever we are. Tess is bartending. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so funny if I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> I know Tess needs to just learn how to hang out and not serve drinks. I know. Totally. I think it's it's coming. Oh, it's yeah. coming. It's coming. It's okay. coming. I, yeah. I really believe that. <laughs> we just have to, you know. But the- we have a complicated dynamic, Shane yeah. and Tess. Yeah. Let's face it. Like you know, it's yes. we, we challenge one another. We're definitely like an it's complicated. Aww. It's complicated. Totally. It's the Facebook yeah. status. One hundred percent. It's complicated. Yeah. Are we giving no. anything away? I don't think so. No, I mean, you, you know, together. read That's into what you, you will, people. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Now, oh Jamie. God, where do we start yes. with you? I got it. I'm not going to lie. I, yeah. I Wikipedia the shit out of you today because I was like, where were you? Because we, you and I talked on set like a little bit ago and I like learned your whole story. But I was like, what do I not know? Yes. And then I, there was so much I didn't know. And now I want to know so okay. much. Okay. I'm so scared. Why? Like, I, it, that's always Don't like my, my biggest, uh, my biggest thing that I hate is like when someone's like, oh my God. So like I Googled you and, and I'm like, oh my yeah, God. No, like, that I totally yeah, that is terrifying. Yeah, I didn't mean to scare you. Sorry. So no, scared. no, no. What did well, my Wikipedia, no, don't tell me what the Wikipedia is. No, yeah, no, basically like, <laughs> so you were, you were a makeup artist, right? <laughs> you were from San Diego yes, and you're like, I was. bye San Diego. I'm going that's to New York. Like ask. we all did. We all did the same thing. Yes. And then I kind of yes. want to know your like, or I want you to tell the people about your New York rise. Oh my. Okay. So New York was, was, was really, really, really good. Okay. So I was, I born and raised in San Diego. Um, I was like, when I was like 15, 16, 17, 18, I was like hardcore, like club kid, like going to raves. I was like, my name was on flyers, like the outfits, the statues, the whole thing, like hardcore club kid. Okay. Uh, all of it. Like the Did candy you wear necklaces. X-Girl clothing? Did you uh, wear like, X-Girl clothing? Um, X-Girl. And then what was the other, like lots of stuff mm-hmm. from Patricia Fields, um, yep. lit mm-hmm. service, like all the yep. vinyl stuff. from. But I made most of my own, all of my own stuff. We, I got a sewing machine when I was like nine. And so I made all of my clothes out of like fun fur and vinyl. My friend Patrick taught me um, how to sew. And so that was that. And I was like, you know, going to clubs and whatever. And then I was 19 and I was like, I'm going to move to New York to be a makeup artist. Like that was my dream. And my friend Patrick had already gone. And my friend Dominique, she and I packed up our stuff and we went. And 
my first job was at this place called, um, not as a makeup artist. I mean, I waited tables like for a minute before it happened, but I worked at Stingy Lulu's, which was on St. Mark's and Avenue A. Oh, yeah. Course, Stingy was like, Lulu's. Yeah. Is that still there? No, it closed no. down ages ago. Um, but at, it was like all drag queens that would, it was like a diner. Mm-hmm. And so we yep. got all dressed up in drag and like, and my drag was very like, still very like club kid and like just very like 90s girl. It was nice. Yeah, I want to know what your theme was. So I was wearing what like, was your, what was your, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like yeah. baby tees and like, like a little, like a little Versace bag and like vinyl pants or like you know very sort of lady miss keer very Rich, like, you know, you i knew like Richie Rich Rich and i worked oh my god oh my god Me i too. have I tons of yeah. with rhinestones mm-hmm. all over like we i have made to share. Todd Oldham we have was to like share my pictures. favorite designer we have to share photos okay. yeah did you wear the sheer like vintage shearling uh leather jackets as well no i wasn't like i was like more like mm-hmm. vinyl and like like all like the, like sh- everything shiny and yeah. like fun fur, like green fur, mm-hmm. blue. I still have a toddled them green fun fur jacket in my closet. Amazing. That I just can't get rid of. So like limelight was like a, was limelight one of like yeah, the spots so you hit? Yeah, exactly. Like the Geiger room was like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. life was like a big one that I would always go to on Wednesdays and Thursdays yeah. for lust for life and then get your life, which yeah. is like one night was a rock and roll night. Then the next night was like, like the club kid, like I knew Richie Rich and Sophia Lamar and Amanda Lepore and Tobel Von Cartier, like those were all of my friends that I worked with. So I worked at Sinji Lulu's for a minute and then I got a job at Lucky Chang's and I worked at Lucky Chang's on and off, um, for like 10 years. And Lucky Chang's is like this iconic drag themed restaurant in the East village. And then it's like such a cool story. So one night, um, I had this table of like 12 women who would come in and they all worked for Shiseido. And they were in New York opening up a store in Soho called 5S, which was like the five senses. And it was going to be like skincare and makeup and all this. And so they were all there sort of celebrating, you know, when you go and you have like a little corporate Mm -hmm. dinner party. And so they were like, you know, what do you do, you know, besides like waiting tables? Because it's me. It's like, you know, everybody, everyone pretty much who's waiting tables is on their way to do something else. So I was like, oh, I moved Mm -hmm. here to be a makeup artist. And they were like, oh, we all work for Shiseido. And we just opened up this store in Soho. And so then, okay. So then like three weeks later, maybe three, four weeks later, um, I get, I mean, this is 97. So I get the, the host, um, like the guy who works in the office, he's called Garth. He's so sweet. I'm there one afternoon setting up like four o'clock in the afternoon. He comes down. He's like, Jamie, you got a letter, um, here, like addressed to you at the restaurant. And I open it up and it's the woman, like the boss from, that group of women who's opening up this store saying, you know, you were, your service was amazing. You were such an amazing, like we had such an amazing night and we want you to come and interview to come and work yes. at the store. And I, I was like, like that. Oh, wow. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I went and I interviewed at, um, at five S and I got a job working there. And so that was like my first, like legit New York like day job. And it was like, it was makeup and skincare and it was really cool. It's where, um, inner mix is now. And then oh, like right next uh, to Mew Mew, um, and like, and Prada and Mew Mew, it was like this beautiful, big space. So that was like 1998 when I was working there. And then I also worked at Patricia Fields doing eyebrows, um, at, actually at Hotel Venus, which is also in Soho on West Broadway. So mm-hmm. I worked at Patricia Fields, Hotel Venus, doing eyebrows um, for Armin. Um, and I worked with like Sophia Lamar and Armin. And I just, I worked in the makeup department, like selling that 
patent leather liquid liner from Japan and like all the weird makeup stuff that Pat would source like in Japan and Brazil and Carolina was my manager. I eventually got fired um, because I thought I was so cool. I was was always late. (laughs) I was was always like, you know, just like 20, 20, 20 years old, you know, feeling really, really grand prize and just thinking that it didn't matter and that I was so fucking cool. And Carolina, I have never forgotten this. And like, I don't even know where Carolina is now. Um, But Carolina said to me, she pulled me aside one morning. I was late. And she said, she, she had a, she had this gorgeous accent too. And she was so beautiful. And she always wore her hair pulled back really tight. And she was amazing. And she said, Jamie, you need to listen to me. If you want to be a woman of the 90s, you need to be on time. I'm firing you. And I was like, oh shit. If I want to be a woman of the 90s, I need to be on time. Oh I, yeah, I want to be a woman of the 90s. I was like, that's what I want. And so I was never late <laughs> yeah, to anything Yeah, you have to respect again. people's time, right? Always. That's what I always learned. Yep. You do. It's you have to, and that helped me so much, like, you know, going into everything else. But so then, okay. So then Pat Fields, 5S. um, Yeah. I also, I quit 5S and then I was like back at Lucky Chang's, always back at Lucky Chang's between jobs, always on and off for 10 years. I worked there, but my dream was to work at Mac. And so then I had applied to work at, um, I think with the process with Mac, you just sort of like apply and then they tell you where they have openings. And there was an opening in the King's Plaza mall, which is like, all but you take the two train to the last stop in Brooklyn and then you take a bus it's far and but I got I interviewed at the King's Plaza Mall to work at the mat counter and I got the job and I started in January of 2000 my first day I think was like January 2nd of the year 2000 and it was like a dream come true this whole thing is a dream you're like I'm I'm doing what I came here to do this whole time right okay yeah oh yeah because you you it's like I have that thing like where you know like people didn't believe that I was going to do it. And I, and, you know, and then I came, I saw everyone around me, you know, like not paying their rent, going out, partying, you know, like Mm -hmm. coming to work, you know, I mean, I don't want to like say anything, you know, like I I love all the women that I worked with over the years, but like, I'll never forget. I have such strong memories of, you know, it being maybe like, you know, it, it would be like the end of the month, like the 25th of the 26th and it's Saturday night and all the girls are getting ready. And they're like, Oh, we better make money tonight. You know, honey. Cause I got it. I don't, I need my rent money. I'm like, <laughs> you're thinking about that now. Been, Cause I would, I'm like, I don't like, <laughs> yeah. I've been saving a little bit every week to pay. I don't know. That's just always. So I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to like break out and do this and be a makeup artist and whatever. So I got the job at Mac. I worked there for like a year and a half. And I quit, I think. And then I, well, I transferred to the Fulton street mall, which was closer to my house and I could walk. Um, but it was tough, like working for Mac in Brooklyn, like in, it was tough. 21, it was tough. It was very tough. In your mind, you thought I want to be a makeup artist. So how did you transition over to acting? So I worked at Mac for about a year and a half. I quit. Then 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't get a job anywhere. No one, Were you in New York for 9-11? Oh, yeah. I was so there was for I. 17 years. Yeah, like I was from there. From 97 there from... till about like five or six years ago. I was there from 96 till 2002, 2003. We were there at same the, time, the girl. exact same, same time. time. The exact exactly. same time. So then 9-11 happened and I went back to work at Lucky Chang's and then I got a job at Diesel. I was like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to quit with the makeup thing for now. I was DJing, working at the Diesel store up on 60th and Lex um, and doing that. And then I started working and then years and years. Okay. So then like fast forward years, then my friend Ozzy, who was a really really like well-established makeup artist. He had been assisting this woman called Lucia Peroni and Lucia Mm -hmm. Peroni is like 
Pat McGrath with just like, doesn't, she doesn't do press or anything. So Lucia Peroni, if you Google her, you'll just be like, oh, I mean, she's done every major ad campaign, every fashion show you can think of. She's major. And she's with this agency called Streeters. Ozzy had been assisting her for forever. Ozzy went out on his own and he called me and he said, do you want to come and assist me on my like very first solo job? And I was like, I absolutely do. So I started assisting Ozzy working at, um, still working at Lucky Chang's. And when then, you assist a makeup artist, what does that the mean? Act, like getting them coffee and oh, washing okay. their brushes and okay. like doing like, do, yeah, doing the prep, like doing the skin. So like he taught me how to do his prep. So I would like clean the girl's skin or, you know, the guys or whatever, clean their skin, prep it with all the moisturizers and emulsions and serums and, you know, maybe clean up their brows, um, you know, do like a, do all the prep so then he can go in and Make then the face. Okay, do all the it. makeup. Exactly. So that's when, well, and, okay. and you're just watching sure. and learning like all mm-hmm. of his technique. I mean, it's how I know mm-hmm. how to, it's how I know how to do, you know, I like want you to do my this. makeup this someday. Is, it sounds fun. I, want I haven't to, done it I in like care. 10 years. I, I, I something will happen. <laughs> when Jamie <laughs> okay. posts, when, when Jamie posts on, uh, when you do Instagram, uh, in, uh, when you're doing Insta stories and you're like, I'm using this product and I'm using that product. I write it down and I'm like, well, if Jamie says it's good, I should order it. Thank you're you. my you're my so guru for, for skincare because your skin is gorgeous, gorgeous. Yes. my lord like, well water sunscreen oh. botox let's I, let's be real listen like, i get it totally yeah. but like you just glow thank you okay so i'm working with ozzy for ages and then i see fight club that movie fight club that yes. chuck palinuk whatever yes yes he's, yes. he's bro- okay and i'm like and I see the, that super beat up, um, like aim, pretty boy when they beat him. And I'm like, oh, I want to do special effects makeup. So mm. I start assisting this um, guy called Jason Alvino and I start working with him doing special effects makeup. And I do one, like we do one small little like short film and I'm like learning how to do it. And this ex-boyfriend of mine was like, oh, I have a friend um, who's like doing, he's like, you should do an interview and like talk about your makeup career and this whole thing. And I was like, all right. So I do this little interview. I'd like never really done anything like that. I'd never had done an interview before. It was very weird. Um, And so I'm talking about like my life and everything and whatever. And I start getting like press, like little bits of press. And I'm so used to being like behind the camera. I don't think that it's weird to me that people want to talk to me and whatever. And you know, when you do like an interview or something, people want like a photo to go with it. And everybody Mm -hmm. wants a photo that's never been used before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need a new photo. And so same ex-boyfriend was like, oh, you should go to my friend, Brad Calcaterra, who's an acting coach. And he also does headshots and he'll do like a new headshot for you. And he had just done Kenyon's headshot and it was really good. And I was like, oh yeah, you look like really handsome and the lighting is really nice and whatever. So I go in and meet this guy, Brad Calcaterra. And he's like, tell me your whole story. And so I tell him my whole story. I'm like, I'm a makeup artist, whatever this and that. And I'm getting into makeup and I need pictures like for press. And he's like, Hmm. He's like, okay. And he's like, I I'll, I'll do your headshot for you. He's like, but I really want you to audit this class that I teach called risk. And I was like, sure. You'll do my headshot for free. And I just have to like sit in a class for free. Sure, right. no problem, dude. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> and risk was this class that he taught, which was like an emotional core work class. So 
for those people listening, um, like a traditional acting class, you'd go and you do sides, like you do scenes with a partner and whatever. But this class was sort of like to prep you for all of that, to do emotional core work, to take a risk, to talk about your life. Maybe, you know, you talk about a breakup, but like you do the whole thing in like a Southern accent to kind of like detach yourself from the story, you know, so that you could really go there and talk about like that son of a bitch and how he really broke your heart but access all of your stuff and all of your feelings. So I sat in this acting class, legit had an acid flash. <laughs> it was like, I, I, mean, I did so much say. acid when I was a teenager. <laughs> no, I had an acid flash. That I was like in this class, I was like, my hands were tingly. I was so moved by what I saw in this class. And then the very next day we did my headshot and I legit just looked like an angel, like in this headshot, like my hair was really red. And I was like looking at my hair's all blowing and it was, and I was like, Oh, and then he was like, take the class, just take the class. And so I started taking this risk class and very quickly about three months into it, I emailed Brad and I was like, I have an idea. I was like, what if I started coming to class with like no makeup on, like my hair pulled back in a bun, just like a t-shirt and jeans and whatever. And he wrote me back right away and was like, oh my God, like this makes my heart so happy. He's like, I've worked with students and it takes them years to get to the, to what you just are already getting to in like three months. And he's like, yes, please come. So I just dove in head first. I don't understand the like, jeans t-shirt thing, really, like meaning you were just, you were, you weren't putting yourself to like, you were just wrong. She was just like, just, just because wrong. I would, I would always go to class in like, like I a cute see. little dress, I like see. looking like, looking like this, you know? And then I'd be like, yeah, you know, like, oh, this like ex-boyfriend, like right. whatever, you know, he hurt me. But this way uh-huh. I was able to just like snot coming out yeah. of my crying, shaking, you know, like all of it. And I worked yeah. on everything. I mean, I dove in head first like into the deep end of did you go over to uh the samuel french store on broadway and just buy a bunch of plays and read them oh my god no because i'm super lazy um so i didn't do any of that (laughs) but right like so i was in the risk class for maybe four five six months and then um and then that's when i did that makeover show called transform me which I did with Laverne Cox and Nina Poon. And I was the That's on-screen what I makeup learned artist today on for this makeover show. And I thought I watched a little clip of you. VH. You were so young. You were like, hi. That's so Holla- cute. A child. A child. A little baby Jamie. And so that was the, this is really fun. So um, fun fact, that was the lowest rated show on VH1 in the history of VH1. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> so Whatever. You were on VH1. So it got, Fuck yeah, them. Who, Whatever. Fine, I wasn't it, on the And it got one. canceled, but it was such a blessing in disguise because then what happened, I went back to Brad after I did that. And I said to Brad, oh my God, I had so much fun doing that. I was so, <laughs> well, I was so comfortable because I was doing something that I knew how to do in an environment that I'd never been in before. So I felt in control, like my little Capricorn, you know, felt like I was in control. So I came back to Brad and I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to be like, hi, I'm Jamie Clayton. And we're here today, uh-huh. you know, like at this restaurant in Soho and we're going to try like all their new appetizers and meet the head chef like uh-huh. so-and-so and Brad was like no 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 you're not doing that you and were he, better than that and, he, and, he, and then he put me in a, in a he put me in a he's like put class. that t-shirt back on and so oh, I pull your hair back yep and so I started doing scene work and then two three months into doing like every scene class that he had like every week for like three months I booked hung on oh HBO my God. 
And that oh was 10 God. years ago. That's yeah. right. You did Hung. You told me yep. that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I did three episodes, two or three episodes of, of Hung on HBO. Two episodes, maybe. Um, yeah. And that was where it's going to be 10 years. And it aired 10 years, I think, like this summer. I feel... Can I say why I think that happened? Because you you probably were just like unapologetic about... 100%. Everything. Just like, yep. take me. Here I am. This is my, my authentic and self. And I, I worked really take hard to get it. there. Like, you know, I... I yeah. I, I wasn't of just course. like... Of course. It was totally meant to be. And it was also, I think, yeah. meant to be. It was meant to be. This was your this was your path. You just had to, you know, the universe already planned it out. And I've said this before in interviews, but um, but for those people who aren't familiar with me and, and my work, um, Thomas Jane, <laughs> Thomas Jane said to me on my last day of filming, we were in a little golf cart um, going back to base camp. And Thomas Jane was like, you know, it's been so great working with you. He said, he said to me, you're a natural stick with it. Mm-hmm. And I flew yeah. right back to New York nice. and I got right back into scene class and it was like scene one and scene two. So I was in both scene classes and I was still in risk. And then risk eventually became act out, which was would just look with a queer focus. So all of the students in the class were like LG, like rainbow mafia. And so it was risk, but specifically for like the rainbow mafia. First of all, this class seems so much better than the school we went to. <laughs> it was, Ours yeah. was fun. Sorry. Ours was fun. <laughs> It was, it was fine. I like risk. I mean, yeah. Sounds, mafia. Yeah, I'm into it was, and so that's it. I mean, and then I did hung and then, I mean, so it then was, what you got an agent and started just getting out there and then like, I got how the did agent happen. Well, so I got the agent like with hung, like that all kind of came as like a packet, you know, it's like, you can't get an agent until you book a job, but you can't book a job until you have an agent. It's like so sure. twisted. And so Brad right. worked with this woman. And so yeah. the whole thing kind of came as a package deal and they all like sort of like represent it was like here. And then, you know, then they take like half your money and, you, but you're just so happy to be working. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Totally. And yeah. you're part of the union now and they arrange the union so stuff ma- for you. So once exactly, you, were, you found it. this passion, where did makeup go? Or did so, you, well, you then I continued, together. I continued to do makeup, um, and like wait tables in the beginning, like after transform me after hung. Um, and then I booked this, this web series called dirty work, which, um, it won an Emmy. It was like interactive. It was really cool, but like hardly anybody saw it, but it was really, really, really dope. I booked that and got to come out to LA and do like six episodes of that. And then that got canceled because the tech company that was doing it got all their funding pulled like this private investor. So I did that. And then after mm-hmm. dirty, that all sort of happened like very quickly. It was like transforming and then it was hung and then it was dirty work. And then it, I was like, ah, and then nothing happened for years. And I was still years. waiting. Wow. That's yeah. how it is sometimes. And That's then I did like a couple of things. And then, um, I, I like left Brad, I left the studio. I, the agent that I had left the agency and I got, um, this woman called Alice Skiba, who I really loved. And so I maintained my relationship with Alice was like, out of class for about six months, maybe six to nine months. And then, uh, Alice called, I'm very like, I love to go on Twitter and I follow like variety and the Hollywood reporter and I follow all the industry people. And anytime a project is announced, you know, that I'm into, I'll like, I'll send it. Like, this is what happened with the L word generation Q. Like fans were like, Oh, Jamie should be on this. And I was like, yeah, I think that I should actually be on that. And so I sent it to my team and then they called me and they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, this actually makes sense. Like we'll keep an eye out for it. So I had seen an article written about Sense8 in like, let's say like November of like 2013 or something. 
I sent it to Alice and was like, oh, I want to be on this. Because the fact that it was Lana Wachowski, you know, who was newly out as trans at that time, I was like, if anybody is going to give me the kind of break that I deserve in this industry, it's going to be another trans person. Because the only auditions Mm. that I would ever get, and this still happens to so many actors who identify as trans, is you're only ever allowed to audition for parts that are trans. Oh, it happens to us as mm -hmm. lesbians too. Exactly. Like, the gays can, too. I mean, I can't tell why you so how many, many actors stay in the closet because they're afraid of getting like, you know, pigeon. So right. I sent that to Alice and then I'm, I shit you not a year later. So I'm out of class for like six months. I'm like not doing anything. I'm just like piddling around. And Alice calls me one night at like 11 o'clock at night. And she never calls me that late. And I answer the phone and she's like, Hey, um, you're never going to guess who just called me. And I was like, Oh my God, who? And she's like, Oh, actually I can't tell you who called me. She's like, but it was someone at, she was like, well, it was thanks. someone at Warner brothers <laughs> and they were calling to ask me yeah. your availability for all of next year for that project. You emailed me about a year ago. Sensei. That's with bonkers. And I was like, oh my God. So then they sent me two scripts. Wow. I remember um, FedEx tried to deliver them to my apartment and they couldn't get in. So they took, they took the package back to the distribution center in Queens. And I took a train to a bus to like a a taxi to go to the distribution center in Queens to get (laughs) the scripts. Read them, had no idea what was going on. Taped my audition um, in December, I think of like 2014. And then in 2015, they flew me to Chicago. Brian J. Smith and I were the first two people to audition for the show. Um, and then they got back to my Carmen Cuba as the casting director. They got back to us and were like, they, they felt like I was like a little great. This is a lead. And, you know, someone in my position, I'd never been offered a lead. I, no one was ever going to give me a lead. And they were like, we feel like she's like a little green. Um, and Carmen was like, let's get her into class, back into class. And so she got me with Bob Krakauer, who's like, the actor whisperer. He's like, this is like what he does. Mm. He works with like, he works with actors, but like only like really at like really advanced levels. And then, so I got into all of his advanced classes and I started doing privates with him. He was so amazing. And then I went in for my, um, my callback, my chemistry tests, and I absolutely killed it. The Carmen was like, she's a completely different actress than she was like three months ago in January. This was like April. And I booked How did Brad feel about that? Was I wasn't, like, I hadn't seen him in like seven or eight months. We had like a bit right. of a falling out, which is like okay. completely natural. We don't need to go into it. I was just <laughs> no, curious. we won't. Because I want, I want all the vibes around him to be very positive because of he course. got me, like, I wouldn't be doing mm-hmm. this unless he saw something in yeah. me that I was taught that I wasn't allowed to Supposed see. Supposed to see. Yeah. Brad and Bob had totally different roles in your life. Completely. And, and they were both very different teachers and had, you know, different, you know, um, it, it was completely different, but I couldn't have done what I did with Bob if it hadn't been for the foundation that I built with Brad. Of course. So, and then I went right. and I did Sense8. And then um, uh, at that point, I was like still living in New York, but like I hadn't, I really wasn't doing, I think I maybe was like still doing makeup or whatever, but then I left, I did Sense8. And then um, this Well, is, don't blow past that because you did that for, for many seasons. Oh yeah. Well, we did two And you traveled seasons, the world. And then a movie and traveled all over the world. I mean, it was, phenomenal it was like all we filmed it all of 2015 it came out in 2016 and then it took it it was was a huge show it's huge 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 show like it it was one of those things where like the audience might not have been as huge but they were the audiences was very passionate and very there's a fandom you know like Mm -hmm. 
It was a word yes. of mouth show. That's yes. what I remember it being. And it was wildly popular, yeah. especially in Brazil and Latin America. And, you know, pop, yeah, really, really, really popular. And it was amazing. And mm-hmm. then from there, everything's just taken off. And it's, yeah, and I haven't done anything other than act ever since since eight. You taught me, a, you taught me the greatest verb. Yeah, this is why I'm saying you should patent. Actressing? I think you should. Yeah, actressing. I know. It's the it's greatest. It's me when verb. I see other people when you, use it. When yeah, I met you and you said Who's that. Who's using it? I only see you do. Well, I, I, I see I other have, people I use it. I think it. it's great. You should come out with a perfume. Early actressing. <laughs> By Janae. It's a Clayton. It was born out of this. <laughs> I, I, I think it's so ridiculous how when, when jobs are gendered, like there isn't like banker and banktress. Like, you know, it's like when, and I remember people being so confused, like by me and the whole trans thing, like when I was early on doing press and people would be like, you know, well, like as an actor, oh my God, I'm so sorry, like actress. And I'm like, there isn't a gender to my job. Right. Right. Can I be honest? Can I say something? Can I say something? One of my least favorite words, I'm going to finally say it is the term actress. It's, I hate when people use it. If it, it's horrible. It's like a do, like you're a do, like why are we putting a gender on a on a job? It's like you're a doctor, you're not actress, if you're a female, you're not exa- a doctor. This is exactly my point. And so actressing was born out of like making fun of almost like making fun of this whole thing. It's like I'm making I'm taking the piss out of it. Uh-huh. Like, Thank you because but because when I, when you said that last year, because I have to say the word actress really makes my skin crawl. I fucking hate it when people use it. But when you said actressing, I was like, fucking that's it. It's hilarious. It's the greatest fucking way to say it. Actressing. Because it's kind of taking the piss out of like th- this idea. All when, that and comes people, with it. Yeah, people would get so uncomfortable around me and the whole thing. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go do my actressing today, you guys. <laughs> like, my, uh, like, you know, it's like... <laughs> Right. And it's like, it's a, don't put a, don't put a gender on a goddamn job. It's like, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And then it just caught on. And I think it's really cute now. Actress saying (laughs) it's my, I've never heard anyone else say it aside from you. And now I say, take it from you for sure. Yes. (laughs) So what do you, what do you want to do now? I feel like you could take over the world and why don't you have a Mac campaign or like some sort of Oh my God, Fabulous I love you. Well, well, yeah, why aren't you doing like a product something. campaign or something? I don't, that part of this industry, I don't understand because it's like, I feel, well, I'm definitely like, I say no to a lot of things. What do you I'm say no to? Like, you know, people want me to like, I'm so, I well, know. I've, I've also never, I've never sold anything on my Instagram. Um, and if I'm, if I'm ever going to sell oh, anything yeah. on my Instagram, it will be like, I'm waiting for like a big, like liquor sponsorship. Like I really, you know, like I'm, I love April spritz and, you know, like St. Germain, like I, I'm going to do something really big, you know? And it's like, if I'm going to okay. do something in fashion, it will, like Kate said, like it will be with like Prada or Chanel or it's going to be something yeah. big. Like I love Dries Van Noten. Chanel it's going to be, be with Dries. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't, I don't like, you know, I don't go to a lot. Well, before the pando, I said no to a lot. I'm not going to say no to so much like (laughs) outings out in public anymore. I used to never go to parties. I don't like to spread myself too thin. I don't want to go too many places, be seen too many, you know, too many things. I like to be a little mysterious. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. plus I'm a little lazy. (laughs) Um, 
Plus, it's very you hard. You do not uh-huh. seem lazy. That is not true. Thank you. Well, I'm, you know, my manager thinks that I'm like the hardest working woman in Hollywood, which is really sweet when I hear her. If you need a, uh, if you ever want to go to a party, you need a date. Call oh my God, me. Anna. Is oh my God, me too. <laughs> oh my God, both of you. We'll, 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 oh my God, we'll, 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 all day long. All three of us will go. Can we be, I, I'll be your date anytime you it. fucking okay, I'll be your guys' third. Any day of the week. I really hope that, that we get to have like a party <laughs> for the L word, but I don't think we're going to. I probably, I, who knows? I don't know. It's just going to get. I don't we're, know. we're all going to get that. Va- the world's going to open up again. No, no we're going to get vaccinated. <laughs> True, but we're not going to be. But we're not going to be vaccinated. I think until like, like July. Or That's or around the corner. So this year's yeah. a corner. Yeah. It's around the corner. Right. But in terms of like having some sort of like, hey, let's celebrate, you know, us. Well, I really I want to go I, out. I want to go out again. I want to do stuff. I want to go to happy hour. I want to go out to That's dinner. That's what I miss. Mm. Like have. Mm-hmm. I want the three yes. of us to go do out you, to dinner. Socially, what do you like to do? You like dinners with friends or. I do. do like I do? love I'm like very sort of like Euro in that sense. Like it's the New Yorker in me. You know, like I love to go. But now I do it earlier because that's yeah. the L.A. in me. So I love to sure. go. Like, when people are like, oh, we have like made a reservation for 830. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 830. <laughs> right. But can I let me ask. But let me ask you a question I because I, too, moved to L.A. from New York. And I had that New York mentality when I got here, when I, I, and when I got to LA and I would have dinner plans, I'm like, what time do you want to have dinner? And I'd be like, let's have dinner at like eight. And everyone's like, are you crazy? No, you would eat at like 11 in New York. That's when you Because we would, reservations would be for nine. You wouldn't get your food mm -hmm. until like 9.30 or 10. Because then you go out after. You go out. Exactly. But here I love exactly. a 7 p.m. dinner reservation. Okay, what else do you do? I like a 6 p.m. reservation. I'm home by 7.30. Well, so I really, before the pando hit, like my routine was very like, um, I love like happy hour at Chacone's. <laughs> like I love like an Aperol spritz and like lots of like little shared plates with like girlfriends. Um, I loved going to the movies. Like I love the arc light. Oh, I remember yes, movies. Um, <laughs> going to my oh, friend Candace's. She has a gorgeous house in a pool. So I'd go hang out at the pool. Um, I love like thrift store shopping. I love, what else do I love? Um, Remember going into stores and like oh, going vin- into I mean, yeah, stores vintage shopping and, and clothes shopping. Like, Remember I would, that? oh my God, I used to love to go to just to go oh. to Barney's. It would be like, oh, let's just do go to Do you Barney. wake up and work out or, or do you like wake up and have like a slow morning and then go out for this one of these events? I have, well, so my working out situation, like my whole Chloe Tang like workout has only been like the past year, about 11 months. I started in the Pando like in April doing Chloe Tang and I'm like in the best shape of my life. Before that, I had like, an equinox membership and i would like go do the treadmill for 45 minutes and then be like oh my god i worked out so hard today like i never and then i would sit in the and steam room get for half an hour on the way out and get, get like you know sit in the steam room for half an hour and get like a nine dollars and i'd be like oh my god i worked out so hard and i'd never yeah. once i started doing chloe ting i was like oh i've actually never properly worked out in my entire life like now i'm using i don't even know what you're talking about do i need to do this chloe, chloe ting will change your <laughs> really? life. Wait, okay, we'll talk after this. I need to hear about this okay. thing. It sounds goofy. Yeah, Leisha was saying to me yesterday, I haven't, well, Leisha I was saying yesterday, she's like, I forgot to work. I keep forgeling. Oh, work. yeah, my sister And now has I'm a like Peloton hanging things on it. I'm like, there's like clothes, hang- you know what I mean? It's a valet. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> it's totally it a It is a valet. Yeah. It's, it's like, so true. You like put your clothes on it for the next day, like a, like a blazer over the handlebar. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, that looks cute. So like, let me just lay out my uh, outfit early in the morning, you know, so I don't have to think best. about it the night before. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, uh, Jamie, I love oh, you I love so much. So you were just like, um, oh, you're just the greatest. We're so lucky to have you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you want to answer some questions? We have a new, we have a new phone line and people have called it. We haven't even heard these, so we're going to do them together. Do you yes, want to do that with us? Please do it. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that okay. okay? I'm going to sip on my mocha and I'll answer a question. Hi, my name is Shanice. And first of all, I love you, Kate and Leisha. Second of all, I love you, Jamie. Third of all, I would like to know how did it feel playing your character on Sense 8 and knowing that you were connected to different people all over the world? Mm. Great question. I love that. The the thing that I didn't realize when I got the part and sort of like as we were filming until I actually saw it was the the empathy piece of the show. I mean, the overarching theme of Sense8 was empathy. It was these eight people who are connected to each other and they would jump in and help each other. No questions asked at like a moment's notice. They share their knowledge, their abilities. It was empathy. And it really taught me it being on that show taught me empathy and to always sort of like sort of step back and be a little bit like less judgmental when I would see things happening. You know, like if somebody at the supermarket, you know, was like doing something gross, you know, or like putting something back where it didn't belong, you know, I would be like, Oh God, they're so rude. And now I'm like, uh, I don't know, maybe they're in a hurry. Like maybe their dogs in the car. Like, you know, maybe they forgot, maybe they don't know. I'm just a little, it helped me really slow down and have more empathy, you know, um, that's the, the most special thing I think about sensei. Like, and that's why people loved it so much was cause it taught empathy. Mm-hmm. Do, another one. Jamie. Do another one. Yeah. I have a question uh, for Jamie Clayton. Uh, it's Tobias. And my question is how is working on the set of the elder generation Q different from working on the set of a show like Sense8. Hi, Tobias. Um, that's a really fun question. Well, the biggest difference is, is that with the L word, um, we're in Los Angeles and we're on sets. And with Sense8, it was on location. Everything was on location and it was all over the world. So I like that now that I'm, now that I'm like a licensed driver, um, I get to like drive myself to work. It's just a very different experience overall. Like I get to drive myself to work, listen to some disco music. You know, I get to show up and like, you know, have like a fun Kiki with Kate. And then we get to like run our lines. <clears throat> like, I was just going to say, yeah, like I was going to say, you're there. I'm there. And it's, and it's, it's also a Come lot, on. like it's on a smaller scale, like the whole, and it's a lot more intimate. And like, I think that, you know, working with, with UK, it reminds me of like when I would work with Freema, like who played my girlfriend on Sensei and we would like, you know, mm. yeah, you said yeah that. and like, we got to like, cause you and I will like rehearse our scenes together, you know, like, like that one day when we were rehearsing in the trailer for that scene that like, I can't spoil, but like, there's this scene that we were, and that was so fun. And then we got to like go, you and I just like have chemistry. Like we have it, we clicked. And yeah, so we do. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you cannot fucking, pr- you cannot manufacture it yeah, or predict it. It, it just, shows up when it shows up like snake eyes you know we got it and that so exactly that's the the, the biggest difference 
I think, um, Tobias, I hope that, I hope that I answered. It's me, Tobias. Your, yeah. It's, it's, me. it's, it's the biggest it's difference me. is that K is the coolest. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's my new Tuppence and Freema. Like, she's my new, yeah. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Is there any other ones? Hi, guys. This is Kay from Japan. I am super excited that Jamie Clayton is joining in Pants. That means one of my dreams came true. So, thank you guys a lot. For Jamie san, which character do you like, Nomi from Sensei or. Test from Edward. I mean, which character was more difficult to act? Sorry, my English is not that good. Thank you. <gasps> no, you're perfect. Arigato yep. for your question. Arigato. Um, yay. Domo arigato. Um, well, I mean, I like them both so much for completely different reasons. I mean, you know, Nomi was was so fun because I got to, again, you know, like travel all over the world. I got to work with Freema. I got to really learn, you know, as like a lead on this show, you know, like my work ethic, like went through the roof. I was working six days a week, 16 hours a day, traveling all over the world. You know, it taught me, you know, so much professionally, like the technical parts of my actressing, as well as like, you know, just like being in a scene and being present and how to work with a script and, you know, do like all of these technical things that are really boring that no one wants to hear about. But doing all of that stuff with Nomi was so important. And also being trans, playing a character who's trans, whose story didn't revolve around her transness, that was written by someone who identified as trans, like all of those things were so special. And then coming onto the L word, being a huge fan of the original, that was a dream come true. And then also getting to play a character who isn't written as trans, but the audience can interpret tests any way that they want. I mean, that's the thing about art. You can look at a painting and everybody can see 20 different things. Right. You can see a character on a television show. And just because, you know, the only difference between trans character and like a cis character is that cis characters aren't running around talking about their gender all the time but most trans characters are in some way, shape or form. So a great way to put it. Uh, yeah. So with Tess, like, although, she, you know, maybe she isn't written as trans, but like, if you want her to be, because I am, she can be, it's, it's all of that. But so the, it's not that I like one character more than the other. I think that as my career evolves and as I evolve, it's more, it's fun for me to get to explore different, like I got to explore this whole trans thing with Nomi and now I'm getting to explore these other, you know, aspects of like people saw in the first season, you know, like uh, getting cheated on and um, Tessa's alcoholism. Like as an actor, those are, you know, subjects that like I, can really like sink my teeth into and then going into season two i think that everyone's going to be really excited with oh. how mm -hmm. like evolved tess is becoming like I yeah think I you're becoming like, a full a full a character full now character. Yeah. Like, i got all i got bumped up to all 10 episodes which i think we can Hell, we can give away yeah, you did. Yes. so everyone yeah, that's really fun everyone's gonna love that so you'll see me in all the episodes you'll see tess you know develop relationships with more of the characters and you're sticking around. Oh, yeah. I'm, you're not going anywhere next year either. Yeah. I mean, it's different there. There's a, as an actor, I feel really, really, really blessed. And like that Marja and the writers like saw something in me to like, give me more and that the audience really likes it. And that, that you, that you like me, you really like me. <laughs> and that, you know, that 
that I love Tess. Tess is I I don't even I Tess yeah. is Tess. Tess is like, cool. She's, like I really I love she's Tess. She's one of the girls. Tess yeah. is rad. Also, you get to wear a vintage Vanna she's White, which girls. I was like, that blew oh, my, my fucking mind. Clothes, I was like, that exists. Clothes this season, <laughs> y'all are not ready for how good we all look uh-uh. this season. I mean, no, we, we are in labels get upon ready. labels upon get ready, y'all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Label yes. whores left, right, and center. Yes. It's so true. It's so true. Don't you get excited to look into your closet? So and you're like, what's in my closet today at four in the morning? And you're like, oh, look at that frock, that gorgeous frock. I went in the into the makeup trailer the other day to to when I was leaving, and Leo saw me in like a a full. I can't give it away, but like Tess gets very dressed up for certain um, aspects of her of her job situations this season. (laughs) Sounds so vague. I was there, wasn't? No, I, was I there? Was when I there that Leo day? Um, was just like, "Oh my god, you look amazing!" <laughs> he yeah. was like, "Because I'm like super <laughs> done up for this." Um, Tess has a new yeah. job, and she's like super done up, and no, it's it shows stopping. Because I was in a scene with you where you were dressed like yeah. that, and I was like, I, "It wasn't even written," and I was like, "You look amazing." <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> well, you did. I mean, you can't walk up to me like that, and I'm just going to ignore you. Please, thank you. Yes. So there. So hello, Japan. Thank you. I hope that that Hello, answers Japan. your question. Number Hello, one on Japan. my on my list to travel. Um, Number one. Uh, you have, have you not to been? go. Never been. I have, have not to been? go. I, I want to go to Japan. Believe oh, you it. Your mind it. is going to be blown. It's the greatest blown. place. I know. I want to go. Can I come with it you? It is one of the yes, greatest please. places on earth. Yeah. Let's I want to go to Japan. Yes. And Anna Let's wants to go too. Why don't we all just go? I know. Oh, we're go. guests to Japan. Yeah. That's how I, that, but that's how I went to Tokyo in the first place was press for the oh, original yeah. show. And it was great. And I was there for like 10 days doing press and I got to see the city and it was honestly one of the best trips of my life. So I'll go back anytime. Can I just like geek out for a second too and say that like it still, it still to this minute of this day of this year blows my mind that this amazing woman in Japan like knows who the F I am like that. I'm like, Oh my God. Ah. <laughs> so great. This is so cool. Jamie Son. I know that's Jamie Son. Jamie Son, listen. <laughs> Jamie you, We are so lucky to have you on this show. Thank you. Not just pants today, but on the L word. Like Thank we're, you. we're just Thank you. so grateful to have you. I feel you. the same way. And when I say you're not going anywhere, over my dead body, are you even no, going, I'm not going anywhere? Tell your agent to calm down. Me next year. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So Brad and Bob kind of. and everyone like, to take it back seat. You're a little busy right now. Tell Alice. My, everybody needs well, to like take a seat. There's only one Alice you need you to worry go. about right now. <laughs> There's only one Alice. No, all those people are gone. <laughs> now I'm letting you go. Lisa and Andy at Link Entertainment. Lisa's a bulldog. That's yeah. Great. You tell Lisa yes. and Andy You're busy. that over my dead okay. body, are you no, going anywhere? It. Do what you want on the hiatus. Great. Um, Power to you. Yes. But when it starts again, I need you. Well, thank you for joining us on Pants today. I'm trying to sound more professional lately. Oh my God, this was so quick and so fun and so easy. I could do this for like four more hours. <laughs> I know you don't, I know you don't love, I know you don't love interviews, but we were okay, right? We didn't. Oh my God, no, you were super great. Like that's always, it's fun. Like I've never really talked about like my origin okay. story before. Like it's fun. Well, no, I wanted to, I know, I'm happy that I got to sing I haven't talked about before. Cause that's the yeah. other thing too, is I, you know, I don't want to burn it out where people listen. They're like, oh, she's already talked about this like a hundred times. I gave I gave you some new little nuggets. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah we love that. I can talk to you for you like fast, you. all I love day. It. I love it. I love it. Can't wait to see Thanks you. Again, Thank you Jamie. both so much. Adore you. <laughs> I adore <gasps> you. Au revoir. Merci. Au revoir. All right, beauty. Ciao.
Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by Kate Menig and me, Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa DeMonts. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow Pants on Instagram at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. Graphics are by Love Fox. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.